When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun. I go back to how this whole thing started. You left the perfect situation. To a certain degree, tarnishing your legacy. There was an inevitability to this. That if it wasn't now, it would probably be after the season. But there was still that question. Could KD go to a team where it's his team and win a championship? Well, you just got a chance to see it. I guess the answer is no. It's him recognizing that he can't do it. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Rob, good morning. You're on 98.7. No one cares about Josh Hart today. It is a terrible, terrible day. Don't you regret not coming to the net? Oh, Ray. I hate you so much now, Rick. On 98.7 ESPN. Oh, a feisty 7 o'clock hour. D.P. and Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. This portion of the show is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Net. Um, so, of course, Kyrie, he had to speak. He had to say something. He couldn't let this thing go, go on without his two cents. I haven't heard it yet. I've heard bits and pieces. I haven't heard the entire 44-second clip. Here is Kyrie Irving after the Mavericks game last night on Durant being traded. Well, it's not the first time we'll be in competition as brothers, praying for his happiness and praying for his well-being. Uh, we had a lot of conversations throughout the year of, um, you know, what our futures were going to look like. There was still a level of uncertainty, uh, but we just cared about seeing each other be places that uh, we can thrive. And whether that be together or whether that be apart, there's never been one moment where I felt like he's been angry at me for decisions I've made or I've been angry at him. We've just tried to understand each other a lot better and grow as human beings, grow as brothers. You know, his business changes so quickly. Um, he's getting a little bit older. I'm getting a little bit older. I just love the competition now that we can be in the same conference and, and I welcome all that. You know, get to see him a little bit more, probably playing against Phoenix a lot more. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else in, in between, I, I just am glad that uh, he got out of there. He got out of there. I'm a glad he got out of there. Terrible place to be. I'm glad we can play against each other now in the same conference as opposed to, what, playing on the well, same gets, team, he maybe? Gets, he gets to see him now. That's a nice thing. You know what that reminds me of, that that sound clip? And I know I reference this movie all the time, Four Christmases, Yeah, where, where he's at his mother's house, and, and the guy is like, I just want us to be friends. And he's like, we were friends. Yeah. Best friends. Before you started sleeping with my mother. I mean, you had the perfect situation. <laughs> this guy is, he's impossible. Why were you unhappy? Train me right now. What, what about the situation made I, you unhappy? I, I, don't, I don't know. You, you, you guys chose to come here. You had everything you they wanted. They let you do anything you, you wanted. You had the coach you wanted. You set your own practices up. You want to leave and not tell us. We, you can do that. You don't want to get not, not get the vaccine and play road games. You could do that. Anything you want. It didn't sound like Jacques Vaughn even made them practice anymore. On top of that, Steve Nash didn't mind that you were running your own practices after his were done. Anything you want, you can do. But you got it. I'm so happy he got out of there. Now, I get this tweet from E Pluribus Unum. 
It says Nets ownership is to blame for this, and you guys are blaming Kyrie. Kyrie didn't trade for Ben Simmons. Why did they have to trade for Ben Simmons? Why? Because they wanted James Harden. R- r- but why? Because Kyrie decided. I mean, because the whole because Harden wanted out because right. he couldn't stand Kyrie Irving. That that's why it all stems back. You you want to point the finger at someone? Kyrie Irving is the poison it all pill comes on this back thing. To Kyrie. Now everyone shoulders some of the blame here. Like the, the way that the ownership managed this thing, Sean Marks managed this thing, and let them do everything and anything they wanted was was part of the problem too. Like you give, I mean, they come in and they start making these decisions, and you just let them run wild. There's no, there's no reeling that back in. No, you can't do it. No, it's already done. But it's just, it's disgusting. It it is the whole the this whole thing. Like, oh, I'm just happy he got to go where he wanted to go, and I got to go where I wanted. To. Well, because Kyrie was so disrespected here. How I, I would I love, have I would, no lo- I would love to know. No, you know my work ethic and what I do off the court. No one has ever said anything about all, you, the basketball player. That's one of my biggest problems with this entire thing. Anytime you talk about Kyrie, and it's usually not for the right reasons, because it's about something. It's about him taking a two week leave, not letting the team know. There's a whole list of things, the, you know, the anti-Semitism stuff to start the season that he got suspended for. But every time you hear anyone, and Stephen A. Smith right now is at the top of this business, every time he mentions Kyrie, he always has to say, this has nothing to do with Kyrie, the player. He's great. He's a He's virtuoso is what he One is. One of the most talented players yes. we've ever seen. But, and then go into whatever we're talking what, about. Whatever the, the, the issue of the moment happens to be. And there's always something. Do you remember they they were what, like eighteen and two, and I kept saying, and, and it was like at some point it's going to fall apart because th- this guy feeds off the drama. So it's at, w- w- I don't know what it's going to be. Something's going to happen. I don't know if gonna, he feeds off the drama. He but loves he, it. He creates quite a he, bit of drama. Well, why do you no, think he, he loves creates himself. it? He, he loves himself. He creates it because he loves it. If he didn't love the drama, he wouldn't do this stuff nonstop. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I think it's a symptom of him loving himself that he's focused on just himself. And whoever he hurts or whatever happens in the wake of that doesn't matter to him. That's right. It's about him. That's shrapnel. That that's if you if you take a piece, you take a shot. Could you, you imagine, take friendly fire? Whatever. Think about that though. Could you imagine if you were Kyrie Irving and you went through this entire you know situation with the Nets, right. And came out of it the way they handled you, all the stuff that you did to them, and you were the one that came out of it, feeling like you were disrespected. What world? What world are you living in? Yeah, it must be great though. Like he he doesn't he he thinks he's being wronged. All the time. Not his how, fault. How could they do this to me, and I'm being wrong, and they're not treating me appropriately? Like, Why I, we, I think he really believes well, that stuff. Here's the question I would ask him. If if all you want to be talked about, if all you want us to talk about is your work ethic and how great you are at basketball, well, then why? That, very easy. Right, just just be like Durant. Just, well, just avoid all the other stuff. Right. But he can't, because he loves it. He loves it. It's The whole thing is just, he, he is infuriating to me. If he if, if a guy like that ever played for a team that I liked and then he forced this and left, I would I mean, disdain would be an understatement of how I'd feel for him. Well, I think you felt I mean not to this level, but I mean I think there were a lot of Giants fans that looked at Odell and his antics. Yes, but it wasn't to this extent. No, it wasn't to this extent. It wasn't no, it wasn't to this extent. But it was some of the same kind yeah, of conversation. Listen, you got paid, and then two weeks later, you went out and you're trashing your quarterback on national television. For what reason, though? For no reason, right. except let me draw attention to myself. That's what it is. Now, but I think, I think Odell has at least matured a little bit. I do too. I and do too. It feels like Kyrie is going in the wrong direction. You know what makes me the most angry about this whole thing with Kyrie, though, is is 
you see how talented he is and when he's dialed in, how good he can be. Mm-hmm. But what really makes me the most angry with this whole situation is, in his mind, how he thinks he's so much smarter. Like, he's doing things at a level that we just can't understand. Right. And it's like, no, no, we all understand but what's he, happening. But he really, truly believes it. Like, if he were to sit down with us and we would talk to him at the end of that conversation, he'd be like, boy, these guys are nowhere near in, in the intelligence department. No, that no, I he am. would get frustrated. Right. Because we, would, like, we, would we cha- wouldn't get it. Well, no, we would challenge him and we would make legitimate arguments and he'd be like, well, you guys just don't get it. We don't, you well, don't tell, get explain it. Explain it to us. You, got, you guys aren't smart enough to get it. Right. Like, how could I explain it to you? He He's a starving artist is what he is and we couldn't possibly understand. Let's go to Chuck and Rumson. Good morning, Chuck. You're on 98.7. Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. Um, so, listen, I'm a Knicks fan and, you know, I was joking around with Carlin like when the trade happened when Katie and Kyrie came to the Knicks. Um, and I was like, I was so glad they didn't come to the Knicks because I knew it was going to be a headache with Kyrie. I knew KD can't stay on the court. You know, I was glad to have Barrett and Randall just normal. Like, you know, the Knicks are always slow with, you know, the process. And we have a one since 73. But I- I'm-, I'm just glad to have, like, like a good, like, team. Like, it's almost like a family team. And then you add Bronson, which is amazing. Um, and-, and what they got, the Josh Hart. In this trade, yep, is that what they could just? Yeah, so that's just a good compliment, you know. Evan Fournier is coming off the bench doing his thing. Oh, stop it! Um, okay, goodbye. I mean, Evan Fournier is coming off the bench. He had one game. You want to know what the biggest problem right now with the NBA is? I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Is you know how, and the owners going to try like how you combat you know star players just deciding they want to be out and you get have me to, out. Yeah, trade me. Well, I think it's because you realize, I mean, he's just talking about the Knicks. And yeah, the Knicks are a good team. They're fun to watch. I enjoy, I mean, how hard they play, their fight, all those different things. And I find myself being frustrated just because we haven't been able to take that next step. And then you take a step back and realize it's because you don't have a star player. Yeah, if you how don't have time, a star player, you're not winning anything. Well, how many times have you heard it? And they all know it. Who, who can win a title this year? Celtics, they have star players. Yep. Milwaukee. Bucks, Bucks star players. Phoenix now. Yep. Phoenix. Denver. Philadelphia. Unless you have someone in-house. Memphis. Unless you draft someone in-house, like they did in Boston. Well, it doesn't matter how you get it. Right. But if you don't have it, right. you don't if have you, a chance. If you, if you don't have a star, it's like the NFL. If you don't have a quarterback, you're not winning. It's, it's oh, just Look that how simple. they treat the quarterbacks. So you wonder why stars get away f- with whatever they want in the NBA is because right. teams realize if we want to win a championship, we got, we need one of these You don't guys, have two a quarterback, you're not winning. You don't have at least one, probably more than one star player, you're not winning. So you, so you got to bend over backwards. Because you understand how important they are. That's right. Because if you don't have one, if you don't treat them nicely, now they demand their way out of town. Now you don't have that star player. And now what are you? Think about this, though. The Nets had a... Now, was it a great chance? I don't know if it was a great chance because even at full health and whatever they added to the deadline, were they going to be as good as Boston or Milwaukee? I don't know. I can't answer that question because we didn't really get a chance to see it. But you watch this team play, the way Kyrie was playing, before KD got hurt, and you're saying to yourself, the emergence of Nick Claxton, and now what you're seeing, I mean... It's a, it's because of what's going on though. You're seeing the emergence of Cam Thomas a little bit. You're like, okay, this team could make a make a run. They went from that to now, Kyrie's gone and now KD's gone. Yeah, now they're done. Now, now you know what? Selfishly, from my perspective, now it's can can the Knicks catch the Nets? Oh, it's good for us as Knicks. Fans. Oh, it's great for us because now that's one less team that you're really terrified about. Although the Knicks never beat the Nets, so God knows what would happen. But just talk about, I mean, the swing of emotions, man. It really is. Here, here's a read for you. Nature Valley, they won uh, 
They want to see you and your family out there. When we share our love for out there, we inspire others to protect it. And that's what getting out there is all about. Nature Valley, life happens. It happens out there. It happens right out there. Yeah, right out there is where it happens. All right, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to uh, Vinny in Queens. Good morning, Vinny. You're on 98.7, buddy. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, so I, I think Rick was the one who said it a little while ago, that Kyrie Irving is just selfish. Like, that's that's his mindset. I agree 100%. It's because he tells us that much. He says he is not living to any of our expectations, any of the media's expectations, or anybody's image of what we want him to be. He only is concerned about his own mindset, what he thinks of himself. So he really does believe he's doing the right thing all the time. I mean, that's the problem is that his own mindset is flawed. But he said it himself. He's not living up to anybody else's image of what they want him to be. Right. So then and you can do you can problem. do it. I mean, you can do whatever you want then if that's the case. Right. As long as as long as you're does. not upsetting yourself and you're doing what you find to be appropriate, you can do whatever it is that you want in this world. The problem is he plays a and team he sport. He legitimately though. believes that he's doing no wrong. I think you're right. Well, I, you heard in that sound. I think you have a big problem it, it, there. For him, I mean, the way that he's handled this whole situation, it had to, at some point, piss KD off. Had to. He says no. Uh, no. Yeah, right. That's the problem. That KD didn't say to him, hey, listen, right. man, like uh, we came into this thing together and... Look what you've done. You're screwing it up. Right. I'm 34 years old. I can't be burning years. And now I got now I have to move again. Right. Because, That's right. Yeah, because Because, thing is because you apart. couldn't handle this, now I have to pick up and move. Terrible. Aaron in the car. Good morning, Aaron. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, guys. Shout out to the company. Uh, before I get to my next point, I just want to say that after going to RJ's wedding and not giving him a gift until six months after the fact, mm-hmm. if Rosenberg turns around and invites Goldust instead of RJ. I think that's an absolute disgrace. Who? Who is it? Goldust wrestler? Oh, yeah. Is he, is he really? Is, so is it going <laughs> to be like uh, two tables of wrestlers at, at this least, wedding? At least. Oh my God! <laughs> I bet he throws out an invite to Vince McMahon. How about Miss Elizabeth? Will she be there? Shake the snakes, girl. Yeah, I don't, I don't think she's. Any, I don't think she's with us any longer. Elizabeth is gone Can too. Can you stop naming she's, dead wrestlers? She's been, she's been gone for uh, for years, Dave. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. This man does no work. She died like way before Macho <laughs> Man. <laughs> the, the man macho no- Man is gone. <laughs> You're kidding, right? No, oh, Dave. Oh no. <laughs> Next thing you to tell me, his brother Leap and Lanny Poffo is dead. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, I don't know about him, oh, but uh, anyway, uh, uh, just on my, on my head, um, <laughs> as a, as a Knicks fan, I get a little joy out of this dumpster fire the Nets have turned into. But this is what I will say: um, this is why you can't let the players run the organization. I mean, it's the one thing you want to have them in the room and have a discussion. You know, I think I'd like to be coached by this guy. I think I'd like to play with this guy if you can bring him in. But you know. You think back to the team that they had. Kenny Atkinson was a good coach. There was a good young team that made the playoffs. They should have been able to plug in KD and Kyrie and be able to compete for a championship right away. Instead, they gut the team. They fire the they fire the coach. They trade for James Harden, a trade that ultimately fell on their face. And at the end of the day, KD and Kyrie wanted out anyway, and now the team's left in ruins. You also have to have players that want to be coached, though, man. Like that's that's also part of the problem is that these guys came in not wanting to be coached. They want to do what they want to do. Well, there was talk in Golden State that that I mean the the Steve Kerr KD relationship was kind of rocky because KD was like, why can't I just go out and play isolation bat? Like, why are we drawing up plays? Right. Well, because I'm a coach. I'm sorry. If you play for me, you're going to listen to what I have to say as long as it's within reason. Here's my system. Yes. This is what we like to and do. And if you don't like it, then don't come here. 
then don't come here. That's the the problem when you sell your soul for these players. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm being told, by the way, on Twitter... Uh, Leap and Lanny Poffo no longer with us. Yeah, recently. Apparently he passed away last week. Goes on yet. I believe. Maybe do some homework tonight. Just see who's alive. Right. Just just go through the obituaries. Go, yeah, like you're doing, where do you go to school? Give me yeah. another one. Uh, what, a wrestler? No, I don't know where they went to school. Where'd Macho Man Randy Savage go to school? Stop it. It's a good on. one. That's an excellent one. I right believe there. either the Macho Man or his brother was a high-level minor league catcher. I hung out with the Macho Man one time. Is that right? Yeah. Had a meal with him. Pretty cool. That is nice. Right. Um, Cam Johnson. You are nothing but garbage. Cam yeah. Johnson, I think, is North Carolina. Is that right? You don't know it. What do you mean I don't know it? Is that right? Is it why right? Do you, why do you speak to me like that? Well, because I don't know that you know it. He has no idea. He went, no. To, he went to Pitt and North Carolina. Why shouldn't I put candy on your head right now? You're right. Okay. Did I ever tell you this story? No. So, how about this? Our four, uh, Someone who used to be in charge of the station. I'm doing night, 7 to midnight, just to show you how things have changed. Yeah, right? me. What? You'd still be doing 7 to midnight. You think you think you're the I reason for my you. success? Okay. Uh, listen, shoe fits. Okay. All right. Put it right on. It's snug, like Cinderella slipper. Cinderella. All right. So, doing 7 to midnight. And somehow, right, was, I didn't, it might have been you that was producing the show. Um, see, see, I know this story, and I don't recall being in studio get, for this story. We, we, we get an email. Would you like to have Mankind on the show? Long Island. Long Island. Yep. And um, even me, who's not a huge wrestling guy, I'm like, that's that. the decision maker at the time is like, nope. I was like, what? Mm. Nope. We can't, the guy's a new book coming out. It's He's an interesting story. He's a local guy. He's a big name. Nope. He goes... 
finally he responds. He goes, you know what? I'll tell you what I'll allow. After 9.30, you can now have this famous guy. So we have to tell a guy. Who, I think his book was like number one on the bestseller list at the time on the New York Times list. We had to tell him, listen, you can come in studio. We'd love to have you. It's got to be after 9.30 at night, though. Oh, he was coming in studio? In studio. He was going to come in studio. He did not. Was going to. He did. Oh, he ended up showing up. He did. He, yeah, he wanted it to do it. It was a great interview, I bet. He was awesome. Like, I, I was like, what a, what a great guy this is. Yes. I don't know a single person that doesn't like Mick Foley. He's so likable. He's a bright guy. His story is crazy, too. He's got a crazy story. He's, he's a, like the a stuff he would put doting his, father. The stuff he would put his body through. Ugh. Some... I mean, the, the, he used to jump down from the like these. these yeah, but cages he used to have like I mean the, and... the the barbed wire matches, the tack matches. Uh, he beat it. He beat the crap out of himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a that's one of those ones though. I mean, if the person it's not like making, in the four o'clock hour, they have any wrestler the, on the yeah, show like they the, want. The person making the decisions like this is just an interesting like this is about entertainment, right? I mean, there's a lot of people that listen to our show. They listen to the case of Love Wrestling, right? The guy's just an interesting guy. It's right. Just be enter, it'd be I, an entertaining. I, I'm not a wrestling fan. And I'm interested in mankind. Yeah. So you also I, use socks like mankind does. See, I can't even tell him a story. <laughs> it makes you, it brings you guys closer together. I, I, I know. I, like I can't even tell you, give you a heartfelt story. It's, it's, that was a heartfelt. Story. I think it was somewhat heartfelt. Stop. I can't tell you anything. No, it was about an interview. It was not heartfelt. Well, it was heartfelt. He wasn't it, your hero. That, no, it wasn't my hero. No, of course. No, I would have said, "Can we have Lawrence Taylor?" I'm like, mm. did he pull out Socko? No, I don't know what Socko is. Fin- it's a sock. It's his finishing move. Mankind. He uses a sock yeah, to finish? Bre- <laughs> Where do you go from here? I think, Dave, you have to punt. <laughs> we could take the, the quarterback sneak. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, say something. Save us. <laughs> As the baby. <laughs> I don't know what's happened. <laughs> what? Take a call, please. Something. <laughs> carry it. Carry it. Carry. Carry. Right, let's get a Tommy Queens. Hi, Tommy. You're on 98. <laughs> Oh, my God. How am I following this? I don't know. Um, happy the Thursday to you guys. Happy Good morning. the Thursday to you, Tommy. Um, I'll try to change it back to basketball as best I can. That'd be so, great. We'd appreciate that. This is a this is a LeBron appreciation call in a way due to the fact that if you were to choose a top three of KD, Kyrie, and Harden or Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James, you might be choosing the KD side. But to see LeBron come away with the championships, at least with the Heat, that speaks more volumes to at least his leadership roles or, you know, his skills. But, I mean, with that three and them not getting a championship, that is the biggest failure. And as a Knicks fan, I'm used to seeing failure, so I know what it looks like. So that is the biggest failure I've ever seen in my entire life in the history of sports. Tommy, big difference, though, too, right? I mean, when you look at the reason why LeBron ended up leaving Miami, but you had, I mean, Pat Riley in charge, and he was not going to let it. And D Wade was fully on board. So when LeBron got there and Bosch, Bosch got there, it wasn't like you guys get to do whatever you want. Here's the coach. Oh, leadership. Yeah, there's a hierarchy. Right. Absolutely. Right. It, it was uh, Riley and then Spolster, and Spolster demanded, and you're going to play defense, and we're going to practice. And yeah, it, it got completely out of control. Completely out of control. It wasn't the thing. Listen, any team in the NBA. 
I'll speak for myself as a Knicks fan. The thought of getting just Kyrie was not something that we wanted. Like we were on the same page as that. But bringing in Kyrie to get Kevin Durant was something that we all would have done. But now it's on you how you manage the situation. And Brooklyn did not manage it well. At all. At all. Uh, let's go to Andrew in the car. <laughs> oh, stop it. Andrew, good morning. You're on 987. Good morning, guys. Um, that, last caller, uh, that last caller kind of took my question from me. I actually have two questions. First question I was going to ask you guys is, is it fair to say, I'm a Knicks fan, is it fair to say that the Brooklyn victory is the biggest failure of the super team era? And uh, number two, somebody called you guys during Stump Rothenberg yesterday. They asked a question. I think it was um, Jalen Hurts is one of three quarterbacks to win the national championship and the Heisman. Yeah, he never won the Heisman, um, right? Yeah, I was going to correct you. I can't believe you didn't get that. I can't believe you didn't I wasn't, you're, you're right. In retrospect, I should have known. I wasn't like focused on that. I was focused on the actual answers that he was looking for there. But you're right. He never yeah. he never won the uh, the Heisman. Yeah. I just wanted to correct you. And, well, when are you correct me? I didn't, I didn't say it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just wanted to like, you got, I, I'm listening to this segment and nobody picked it. Nobody picked up on it. I was like, wow, really? That's the producer's fault. Well, if th- anyone, thank you yeah. for that. <laughs> um, biggest disappointment in the, uh, yes, I can't think of a bigger, yeah, disappointment. they won one playoff series. It's awful. Awful. And then you get swept by Boston and then Kyrie's last game. They before. lost by what? 40, 43 to, uh, to the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Uh, Luke Bryan. Coming to PNC Bank Art Center on Saturday, June 24th, the Northwell Health at Jones Beach Theater on July the 6th. Be caller number nine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why is that funny? That's not funny. The number nine has no entertaining value at all. Uh, <laughs> caller nine right now, 888-987-ESPN. You'll score a pair of tickets to the show at PNC. Brought to you by Live Nation. Tom, tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. See, I have a bad thing that happens to me, and that is whenever somebody else laughs uncontrollably, I can't, I can't stop laughing. Are you listening to a voicemail? <laughs> oh, no. There's people that cut up... It's the company. They cut up a sound from the show. Right. And they're playing. It's just they have it written down and I heard it again. It's, it's better the second time. RJ, do you do you ever think to yourself that you made a mistake in coming to the show? He's not even listening. I can say anything about him. And you wonder why. Stuff, they, they slipped through the cracks during Stump Rothenberg. I mean, it's amazing. He's the, guy, not the guy's typing like a long email yeah, to not, someone. He's not engaged. <laughs> no, he's not even huh. listening. His head's down. Yeah, he has no idea. Wouldn't you think that Raymond would turn around to him and say, hey, by so, the way, they're talking to right. you? <laughs> right. God forbid. Right. He, he's he's fully engaged right now. He's Come not on. Rem- give, give, give the guy a break. He's doing rem- a lot. remotely engaged. It's fine. 1-800-919-3776. What happens when the kid cries? <laughs> Brand new baby. And he's writing an email? And he's like, sorry, baby, yeah. I can't. I'm screening calls, honey. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> well, why not? I'm typing an email for a guest on Monday. I'm doing the premature look ahead. You have to deal with that crying baby. Get some stale bagels to go pick up. That's right. Dale bagels. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. RJ, I'd like to apologize to you. I'd like like to do that right now. And the apology is that, no, it's heartfelt. And Rick, I, I think you equally owe him the same apology. Because we were in hysterics we were laughing it was funny and and that was adorable 
And then we gave away Luke Bryan tickets. And then he was answering screening that caller for the winner. And then we went to him and he wasn't available for us. And that's on that's on me. And I guess secondarily, that's on you as well. You so. were told that he was fully engaged in something. So, well, well fully engaged. I mean, that's not very specific. It could be just answering a phone call. We didn't know he was fully. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you that, that he's taking a guy's address down and yeah. everything? Yeah. Maybe. Let us behind the scenes. Let us know what's happening. Anyhow, uh, why are you, you so guarded? Instead of you admonishing me, I just came on the air and I just apologized and said I was wrong and I feel badly about it. You shouldn't have had to apologize. You should have been self-aware. Well, I mean, you, you're going to be some parent. Your kid's going to make a mistake. You're like, I'm sorry. Well, you know what? You should have known better before you did it. No, people make mistakes, Raymond. We're living in a world where mistakes are made. This is a common mistake, though. This is not a one-time thing. Forget it. You do this. You do this all the time. The poor RJ. For, forget it. I, I obvi- obviously I can't win. So why try playing? Sorry for wanting you guys more involved in the show. My bad. That's what it is. We yeah. we love you. We love RJ. I got ahead of myself. I made I made a mistake. I I would think that when you make a mistake, if you apologize for that mistake, unless it's just a horrible thing you've done, most people would say, you know what? I accept your apology. Not you. I have no comment. I mean, he's unbelievable. Of course, of course. No, no, no. I, I, I have no comment. Right. Because it's only going to get me in trouble. Get yourself in trouble. Or more in trouble. Throw it down. Get yourself in big trouble. When's the, you have an HR call today, right? Today's Thursday. <laughs> Dare to be great. How about that? Yeah. Dare to be great. And you know Let we, us in. You know he would defend you in any yeah. way. You're a tough nut to crack. Let us in. You are. He, he, he really is. I've got trust yeah, issues. Need, what can I well, say? Trust us. You want to do a trust fall? Oil yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> I give. I give up. Why? I don't know. You can't give up now. No, I'm just. I, you got I was, your nuke to your teas there. It's a beautiful ready. tea. Beautiful tea. Come oh, on. Go. How go. many calories do you think is in no, this thing? Very little. Under a hundred. Yep. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, where's the, where's the calories coming from? I don't know. There's honey in there. No? A little dab of honey. It's not overly honey. Some milk. That's these, it. They're using some skim. Yeah. No dash. Bad. So, so you see this Splash. being made? You don't know what they're putting in here. No, I've listen. I've, I've talked to the person down there, and they said this is what's in it. I've asked. So you, you egg, egg bites, egg whites, egg whites. Yeah. So, so this combination of egg whites, tea, under two hundred and fifty calories. Yes, you fully confident with that. that. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to Jake in Philly. Remember, we have no observations and DHF coming in a few minutes as well. Good morning, Jake. You're on ninety eight seven ESPN. Hey guys, how you doing? Um, I wanted to just talk about some of the trades that were made yesterday. I think, um, well, for one, bringing in Josh Hart, it was you know nice uh, rotational piece to the lineup. Obviously, Reddish wasn't giving us a whole lot. Uh, kind of fell out of Tibbs's rotation, and then also I think you know even a bigger thing for the Knicks was Durant leaving the East. Um, you know, I think this you know could give them the potential to be a top five team in the East if they you know, become a little bit more consistent. I think you're right. I, I think that you add Josh Hart. And let's see what else the Knicks add today, right? We'll find out from Ian Begley if there's any names that we should really keep a close eye on. But you, I mean, even if you're a little, Reddish was a non-factor. So if Hart makes you a little better, and it feels like the Knicks are starting to slowly turn that corner and Brooklyn takes a step back, and you're right there with Miami, who's certainly not a great team by any stretch. I mean, is the five spot, I would say it's still unlikely. Is it? Is it possible though? Yeah, I think it's possible. Well, you also have Miami. Multiple, three, three, multiple, three more multiple times. times, right? Yeah, three more times, right? And if, if if we're being honest, this team has any chance to win a first pound, a first round playoff series. That gives you your best chance. 
that matchup would give you the best chance. Miami? No, no, not Miami. Just being in that five seed as opposed to the six seed. Five, you're looking at what, like a Cleveland, right? Yeah. yeah. As opposed to, I mean, Boston, Milwaukee, or Philly. But you, you, you know the storyline around that, right? God forbid you lose that series to Cleveland and Donovan Mitchell goes crazy. Don't even. Uh, let's not. Why? No, I'm just I'm yeah, bringing it up do there. That. Food for thought. It's not nice. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Ryan in the truck. Good morning, Ryan. You're on 9870 ESPN. Morning, fellas. Morning. Uh, I like the Josh Hart trade, uh, but my question is, if RJ continues to play bad to, to end the season, do you guys see him being moved in the offseason and would someone want him? I think that becomes your question. I mean, this is year four. And we were talking, I'll let him go and we can have this conversation. We were talking about Paolo Boncaro the other day. It's like, this is year one, and you can see he's got it, right? This is year four for R.J. Barrett. I mean, you tell me, if you were a GM of another team and I offered you R.J. Barrett, is that a, at that at that level of money, is that a, an attractive piece? I, I don't know how attractive that is. I think it's R.J. Barrett plus, I mean, because if you're trading him, you're trading him for what? You're trading him for a big... Big okay, piece. so it's not going to be it's not going to be one for one. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, like, do you, do you want to be the team that brings in R.J. Barrett as the as the big piece to trade away one of your studs? I think it would depend on what you think about R.J. Barrett. Is it someone that you look at the Knicks and say he just because of the situation with you know, with Julius Randle, how he's being used, right, he's kind of blocked a little? Is bit. Is he playing out of position? Like, can, has he been given the opportunity to reach his full potential? And then you'd be willing to. But the guy can't shoot. Uh, he's not a great shooter. And I don't, I don't, like, he's wide open, he takes shots, he can't make them. That's not Julius Randle. Do I think that Julius Randle gets in his way? Yeah, I do. A little bit. I think that they're kind of duplicate it's redundant. players. Yeah, it's a redundant player, and it doesn't really make sense, and Julius Randle is the alpha, and he wants the ball, and he's going to create his own shot, we've seen that. Even to give it to Brunson becomes difficult at times. So now when you're the third rung there, it's much more difficult, but he can't shoot. And, and and not being able to shoot doesn't you don't you don't I mean they're wide open looks he can't make them so I don't think that changes wherever he winds up going. I'm actually more concerned now than I have been in the past. I think part of that is it's I don't want to call it I, I guess you could call it somewhat of a, a regression because you just you felt like he was going to continue to get you hoped he would continue to get better. I, I think the the Clyde saying he's the worst defensive player in the team is a problem. And Clyde never says anything negative. Not like that. And then on top of that, just how I get the feeling when I watch this team play, when Tibbs feels like he he needs to get his five best in right now, it's quickly in instead of R.J. Barrett. It feels like it's Brunson, Randall, quickly. He's not a good defender. Grimes and... The Hartenstein. Here's the thing, and this is is an upsetting piece of, of assessment. Is he a much better player than he was as a rookie, or is it second year? I thought last year he took a he took a step. Has he regressed then this year? Yes. Okay, that's a problem. This is year four. I understand that he you just should, got his you extension. Should, you should be great, and he just got his extension. That was the hope. We just sat here and we were talking about KD and him being traded, and how these owners feel like they have to you know bend over backwards for stars because you can't win a championship with stars. Well, if you can't attract the star, you got to draft and develop one, right? Like what Boston did. So is there anyone on this team that is going to develop into a star? The only one you would point to is would be RJ. And the answer is no. Okay. He's not going to be a star. I mean, can he be a very good player? I think his, I think his upside is that he's a very good player. And I don't know that well, be that. Well, you would have to think that he's going to be better than Julius Randle. If your thought is is he hasn't reached that potential because Julius Randle is is clogging him up. Right. Because Julius Randle, this is, I mean, this is all-stars in two of the last three seasons. Right? Yeah. Well, two years ago, yeah, yeah. All-NBA. Second team All-NBA. Most improved player. Randall goes for 20 and 10 every game. Okay, so you know what he is. And it's consistently been that outside of last year, which was the numbers were still good, but 
the whole way he interacted. You with shouldn't the fans be going into else. every game saying to yourself, "Boy, I wonder if RJ is going to be good today or not." You're, this is your four. You're paying him a fortune of money. He should be a player that is, every night is going to give you, you know, a, a, a baseline of a really good performance. I feel like you've gotten more progression from quickly this year than you have RJ. How about Grimes? Oh, Grimes too. But I yeah. just, I mean, quickly's really turned himself into a, yeah. a solid. No, player. it's it's not great. Abe in Midwood. Hi, Abe. You're on 9870 ESPN. Hey, good morning, guys. I got to tell you, this net situation has really got my socks in a bundle. I, I, I see. We see what you did so there. It's only the net situation. Yeah, I had to. Uh, no, I don't even it's know. very I, cute. I gotta tell you. Yeah, sorry. I gotta tell you. I, I, I go deep with the Nets. My dad is a New York Nets fan. I've been from doing the, this from my the whole a, life. from the ABA, an old from Nets fan. The ABA. Huh? Wow. I'm 37 years old. I've been with the Nets. I used to get tickets in the mail to go see the New Jersey Nets. Please come see us. And here I am. I'm sitting. I'm like, I don't know. They signed they signed KD to an extension, and before he plays one game, he wants out. And then Kyrie is is empowering people who who hate Jews, and I, I don't know what to do. Do I don't I don't know if I don't like the players, or I don't like this team anymore. But you got help me out. You didn't, like, you didn't, like, you didn't like the players. You didn't like yeah. the players. You know what? You you got rid of Kyrie. You got rid of Durant. So what, what, what are you looking for here? To, for you for us to tell you that it's okay to to jump ship on the Nets? No, you're a Nets fan. I don't know if I care about well, the NBA. Te- Abe, you're not in a terrible spot. It's not as it's not as good as a uh, you know as it could have been if Kevin Durant decided he wanted to stay. But you got some good. I mean, you got some good young players. Cam Thomas, we'll see what he turns himself into. Mikael Bridges is a good player. Um, I like Nick Claxton a lot. Cameron Johnson is a a sniper. So I mean, there are some pieces. You got a bunch of draft picks now, but you, you see- can't. It's you can't give up on your team. This is your team. You're a Jets fan. If the Jets are awful, you're a Jets fan. If they're great, you're a Jets fan. That's part of what being a, a fan of a team is. Well, I think the frustration lies, I mean, clearly because it was such a disaster and you only won one playoff series, but it was we watched Sean Marks with no draft picks and no salary cap space turn this team into a a destination for star players. They were a good team. We still have people calling that says they, they wish they never made you know the acquisitions because they like where they were at. They had players that they liked. It was a fun team to watch. So Sean Marks has done it before, and now it looks like he's going to have to do it again. He's got to revamp this whole thing. right? He's gonna, they have to decide what pieces they want to keep, right? Is Jay Crowder a piece they keep? Dinwiddie? Finney Smith? Like, they have a – Cam Thomas, they have a lot of pieces. And now you'll try to flip some of those for probably more picks because they – remember, they mortgaged their entire pick future. Now they got some picks back, and they'll probably try to build via the draft and hope that he can draft well. Yeah, draft well. Hopefully, you can draft someone that turns themselves into a star. But I think you have a good. You, I think you have a good coach. Okay, but if you can't, though, you're back to where you were, where it's make yourself right. attractive enough that a star player wants to come play for you. Right. So you're back to square one. Is where you are, which stinks. Are you going to find a better star than Kevin Durant? You you could be around for the next forty years. You might not find a player the equal of Kevin Durant. That's the hard part. But will you find a better team unity? Better that you fit? just had. Yeah. Better fit. And the answer is a hundred percent. Yeah. Disaster. Tito Boston. Hey, Tito, you're next up. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I, I just, you know, um, it, it's frustrating what's going on with the, with the Nets and everything. But here's here's one thing I also w- want to point out. You got you had three major superstars, okay? Kyrie is Kyrie, okay? He's a whack job. But the other two wanted out. Has anybody looked? Maybe maybe there is something going on here with the Nets, the organization. Like, why did they want out. No, 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 it's not. No, you're, you're, miss, you're missing the entire point here. Harden wanted out 
because of Kyrie. Yep. So Harden goes. Simmons is a disaster. Kyrie's a lunatic. Now he wants out. They trade him away. And now Durant is left holding the bag. He doesn't want to be here if that's the case. It all stems from Kyrie Irving. And the thought this offseason, too, was that Kyrie was going to be gone until yeah. he opted into this final right. year. Right. But no one wanted to play him. But it all stems from him. But that's why But that's why Kevin Durant said he wanted out. If Kyrie was going to leave, he then was he, going to be he stuck here by himself. Here. Then he didn't want to be here. Let, let's go. I mean, he's so, he's so excited. He's a good caller, though. Fran in Massapequa. Hi, Fran. You're next up, buddy. What's up, boys? How you doing this morning? We're, do, we're, we're fine. I'm sure Nets fans are not, but we're fine. Rick, let's keep the team rolling. We're doing good, Rick. Don't jinx it, Fran. Absolutely, baby. All right, really quick. Well, you know, not quick. I'm never quick. You guys have um, the, the Canucks tonight, right? Islanders? Yeah, Canucks? but these are the, these are the games. Yeah. As an Islander fan, these are the games, the ones that you're supposed to win. They'd always get me. But anyway, didn't want to talk about that. But uh, the Knicks, ecstatic with the move to get the kid. I loved it from Dallas, man. Awesome, Brunson. Not getting the other guy from Cle- that went to Cleveland was a disgrace. You can't let that happen. But the bottom line is this. I'm calling you this morning to gloat. Because we had to sit here and listen how good, how great the Brooklyn Nets are going to be. They're going to take over New York. They're the new team with the threesome. And it's so nice to wake up this morning and realize that their dream is over. There's nobody left. The dream's over. The Knicks are the New York team. They always will be. It'll never change. You can't buy it. You can't buy New York. And the bottom line is, all those Brooklyn fans, they must be sick to their stomach. They can never say a word. Love you guys, man. Thanks, Fran. We appreciate you. He's right. I mean, it was if you're a Nets shot. fan, it's your tail between your oh, legs It was their today. shot, though. It's what we're trying to do with the, with the Knicks. They shot their shot. They had to, though. you know. Of course, of course, you had to. You had to, but now you're back to where it's okay. We're going to have to go through this entire process again. Hopefully, fingers crossed. One of these players that we draft can turn into can turn themselves into a superstar. But if they don't, you're back still, to square one. Right is where you are. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.